Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. The most incendiary show on the radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards we are live in the com studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. We are on the airwaves at 103.9 FM WYAB. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. And, of course, you can find us on the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. And if you miss any of this, want to go back and check it out, just go search Clay Edwards Show wherever you listen to podcasts or download music. It should be everywhere from Apple to Spotify to Podbean. Uh, there's a bazillion of them, different podcasting apps, and we should be on all of them. So check that out. Share it with a friend. Leave us a good review. Leave us a bad review. I don't care. Just leave us a review. Uh, there is no such thing as bad publicity. But, uh, but apparently the only thing you can't be in this country is a white supremacist. You cannot be a white guy that hates other races. You can't do that. That's why uh, I'm glad I got my guest in here, Sean Yurtkaran, this morning. Because I kind of want to start there, Sean. Good morning, Clay. Good morning, Jackson. And you know, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good this morning. Look, man, let's just jump in hot. Sure, rock, let's um, rock and roll. I am so tired of hearing about this term, white supremacy. Why? Why? The uh, black white supremacist, the black face of white supremacy, the Mexican face of white supremacy. <laughs> You cannot be anything if you white supremacist. I, I mean, I think it's self-explanatory. Like, I can't be a black supremacist. I can't be the white face of black supremacy. Yeah. Why? Why do people keep saying white supremacist every time somebody of a different race does something? They've got to create. Oh, you're talking about like in that. What was that most? God, I get. I'm well, sorry. I, I get about, these. Conf- how about the guy shootings confused the, so much because there's so many of them? But well, how about the guy that drove the U-Haul onto the curb in front of the White House? Right, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a Mexican white supremacist or whatever. Is that what they said? Was. I know they said it about that guy. What was the guy last week that was, was um, a shooter in Texas? And, Texas, right? Oh, yeah, he was a he was a Mexican white supremacist, right? No. Or he had some like white supremacy stuff on his uh, on his uh, Facebook page, or and then he had maybe like a manifest. I, I don't know. Again, Clay, these there's so many of these. We have to start doing like a flow chart or something yeah. because I just well, can't rem- keep them all straight. It, well, you really only have to keep them straight for the sake of this particular conversation. Yeah. The point of this conversation is. There's one thing, and you can be anything you want in America, mm-hmm. except a white guy that hates black people. You cannot be a racist in America. I think we can all agree on that, right? Well, I mean, I well, I I hope we get rid of all racists. Don't, well, sure. don't you? I mean, that's what we'd like to. Well, get. But are you saying like sure? But it, but it's profitable for other people to be racist. Like you can still you don't mm-hmm. get fired from your job. The, the best surefire way. I kind of see what you're going, where you're going. You're saying like you could be, are you trying to say you could be a Mexican person and hate. Or you, you could know, be black and hate white people. And you think you can keep your job? And, and keep your job, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, where yeah. you're going. I see. Okay, now I got you. You cannot be 
Well, I've, I've got a bigger point I'm working Like, if you were a, a white person at your job and you made like comments that were anti-black, you'd be fired immediately. Is Absolutely. Saying, right? Well, as you should. I, sure. I'm fine yeah, with yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I, we all agree on that. Yeah. I, I, I'm not defending it. But what I'm saying is they, I keep hearing that white supremacy is the greatest threat to our democracy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, all right. There's white supremacy. I think we are all the greatest threat to our democracy people. There's, right? white, you there's know? white supremacy boogeyman hanging around every corner, under every bed, just waiting to get poor little black people as they wander in the, down, the, down the road, around the corner. Boo! White supremacy is coming to get you. Can you give me a good example of this? Or, well, okay. no, I can't. That's my point. Okay. Okay. All right. There, 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 there's no real white supremacy out there, but it's this boogeyman that this administration and uh, – Democrats over the last few years have created. Well, I'm just saying, but I you, mean, I mean, you agree there are white supremacists, though, right? There are people no. that are. You don't think they don't? You don't think well, they exist? I mean, there may be some poor country bumpkin folks somewhere, but these. I mean, I mean, there's they're, still a Ku Klux Klan cook, out there. There's neo Nazis. I mean, there's yeah. people like that they're that cooking exist. Meth in a corner somewhere. I mean, we don't. They're not a threat to anything except themselves. Okay, well, that, that I think that's a different issue, right? You're saying are they a threat to democracy? But they exist. We we agree they in exist. In such small pockets, uh, I, like you would think. Forty-five-year-old uh, Clay Edwards grew up in Mississippi. Would know a would know a white supremacist or two. If it's a, such a threat, it, yeah, you know, I've never even seen a Klansman. Right, right. I don't know that I have either. I don't know if I've ever met a Klansman. So my point being this, Sean, working towards this, I want to lay the groundwork there. My point being this: you would think that some if white white supremacy is such this great threat, if there's so many white supremacists and white racists out there. Why, why would they hide? Why would they hide? Why would they hide? Wouldn't they, wouldn't, wouldn't they be proud of it? Wouldn't they wear Well, I mean, what about, like, okay, I'm trying to think of some examples here. Remember Charlottesville, right? The big thing with Trump and Charlottesville. I mean, those were, they were white supremacists. Allegedly. Uh, they had signs out there, weren't they, that saying that were essentially Nazis. I can't remember. This is, of course, six, six seven years ago. But mm-hmm. it was, they were, they were Nazis at that sure. rally, or neo-Nazis, yeah, whatever you want to call them. And, and, as, I, and I, as I did say, there are some nut jobs out there. Now, I mean, do I know if they were a threat to democracy? I mean, I don't think they were going to take down. You know, I don't know that they were necessarily I mean, are, a threat to democracy. But are, are there white supremacist people with those feelings and in, in groups? Yeah, I mean, they do. They exist. Yep. And as in on the other side, that spent all summer of twenty twenty burning down cities. Yeah, right. People did that too. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. kind of goes back to our. We were. Just, I think we were talking about this on the radio the, a week or two ago. You know, when we today's the what the Uvalde anniversary? I think right. Is Isn't it? I, it? No, I think so. Right. And we spend so much time worrying about what the motive of the shooter was in whatever mass shooting happens, you know, whether they're a liberal or they're a conservative, you know, or whatever, what manifesto they had. And we don't we don't ever just sit back and say, hey, man, a lot of people are just really insane and they do crazy stuff. Right. Whether their motivation, they were white supremacists or they were like the guy that did the congressional uh, baseball game was a was a liberal I think that, like, I don't really care what their motivation was. I think it's all just anybody's going to take a rifle and shoot up a school or a baseball game or a bar or whatever is obviously nuts. I mean, we agree on that, right? They're obviously nuts. We do. Unfortunately, anytime it's somebody on the right side of the aisle that does these things, it gets super duper politicized, and it has to be because he supported Trump or whoever the 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 uh, the, the right wing boogeyman of the day is. Wasn't the baseball game guy though t- drug through the rails? Like he was a big, he had all Bernie Sanders stuff. Oh, and he shot up congressmen. I mean, Steve Scalise was really messed up from that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of the a lot of the, 
then got blamed blamed that on on the victim. He, we get, Steve Scalise got victim blamed by the by the media in that deal. He oh, got victim blamed. He, he got victim blamed. He shouldn't have been a conservative. I mean, I remember him getting big cheers in Congress. Everybody was kind of. I think the main. What in I'm saying, media. there is pockets of people that yeah, probably were like, oh my god, I'm glad Steve Scalise got shot or whatever. But I think most of us were like genuinely concerned and mm-hmm. upset that that would happen in our politics where i mean i know i was personally i mean i wanted nothing but the best for the, even though i don't agree with him politically but i mean that was such a horrible thing that happened well my again my greater point about this white supremacy thing and what, I, I like which, where you're going with that too. i want to get back to that mm. if there if white supremacy was such an overarching threat to humanity threat to the democracy of america wouldn't you would think there'd be like a great white supremacy network to support one another and to be able to have jobs and employment and all these things? Little be, white supremacist city like LinkedIn, yeah, I mean, right? Like yeah, they got like, the white supremacists like, LinkedIn. Like a safe, a safe place for white supremacists to to live and breathe and hate, right? Without with, without having to I worry about cancel play, culture. I saw a place like that though. Actually, now remember I was telling you about Eureka Springs last week that I went to mm-hmm. Mike's girlfriend. There's a place called. I think it's Harrison, Arkansas. We drove from Jackson up there. Have you heard of this place? Yes. And they've, you have, okay, I never had, and we were driving through it, and there was a big uh, billboard. Is that, is that the billboard that says, don't let the sun go down on your back? It was, well, yeah, it was something that said, like, listen to White Pride Radio. And I was like, okay, I need, we need, I, and I know I'm white, but I was like, let's get out of here, because this is kind of freaky, I thought. I mean, I would have thought the same thing, though, if it was a, a, a billboard that said, you know, black power, let's get rid of the white people. I'd have been just as scared. I mean, I think anything that pushes those kinds of messages, you're like, okay, I'm unwelcome from either one of these people here because I don't agree with either one of their views. So, Do you, Okay, so a little rabbit hole here. Yeah. Guns and Gear text line before we get too far into this, 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. Phone line, 601-879-0000. Two. Did you listen to the White Pride Radio? Did, no. did, did it actually have like a call? Yeah, yeah, it had numbers? like a like I think it was a website web URL on there. I think that's what it was. Interesting. D- d- um, I'll pull I it see. Up. I like listening to crazy people. So, so while you're searching for that, um, <laughs> so this 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 concept of letting of trying to cancel people because you don't like their speech and their ideas, I think there's nothing better. And I've brought this up before. When I first started the Save Jackson page, and I just don't read the comments anymore. It may still very well go on, and I'll post stuff, and people will get in there, and people will say racist comments, white and black. Mm-hmm. And people would always say, you're just going to let that comment stay there? You're just going to let that racist comment stay there? I'm like, don't you want to know who the racists are? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess mean, you're probably I, right. I mean, if you're going to put it out on social media that, like, you know, I hate white people or I hate black people. Yeah, I mean, I'm if gonna they're kinda... willing to out themselves, let's, let them, let's let them do it. Yeah, I mean, if they're willing to they're willing to say that thing, I don't have a problem with them. I mean, again, I, I think that's something an issue that we always agree on. Yeah, yeah, is absolutely. Stuff like, Abs- like say what you want to say, yeah. man. I mean, and also, but again, that goes to you can say what you want to say, but that doesn't mean that doesn't relieve you from the consequences sure. of it. Like, sure. I think an example I used maybe a month ago was if somebody wants to. I think it's great that I don't want to use the word great. I think it's great that we are free. Uh, I used it again, that enough to burn the flag, right? Mm-hmm. But if you burn the flag and you get your butt kicked, that's on you, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I mean, that's just on you. It's freedom of speech, not freedom of consequence. Exactly, exactly. I mean, just because you can do something doesn't trying, mean you should. But they're trying with all these new hate speech laws and hate speech this and hate speech that. It It does feel like, from my side of things, that anybody who doesn't, 
Like I can say I don't like trans. That's hate speech. Right. Uh, I disagree with this trans nonsense. I think you That's could say you disagree. Speech. You think it's hate speech if you I don't, say I don't think it is. I think your side thinks it is. I think I think my side thinks and I I think if you said if you said I don't like trans people just because some person, you know, dresses up like a woman is a man or whatever. I think that is is an issue in, in that context. Now I think if you say I don't want you know, I don't think it's fair that a man gets to play woman's sports. That's to me not hate speech. That's that. That's just a, a reasonable position that you're taking there, like saying that like it's unfair for a man to compete in woman's sports. But I think saying that like I don't like people that you know, like I hate trans people just because they're trans. Like that's a different. You see what I'm trying to say? Like that's just a oh, different issue. Well, you know, and then it's like if I if I call Paul, if I call Paula Paul, I guess that's dead naming, right? If I dead name somebody, that's hate speech. Dead name. Okay, you're gonna have to explain that one to me. All right. So, so say Paul goes and cuts his wee wee off, and it's now Paula. Yeah. And I still call him Paul. That's called the dead naming because that's their dead name. All right. So we got this white pride radio billboard thing here. Thank you. That's Sean. what I saw this when I in, in, in uh, December. I drove up there over New Year's, and me and my ex girlfriend we saw that, and I was so, like, "Oh so, my god!" So, so I, I'm gonna have to eat my words a little bit. Apparently, yeah. apparently there is a white supremacy safe haven. Yeah, and it's called Harrison, Arkansas. Harrison, and, Arkansas. And I did. I remember we were, got to the Airbnb, and I started looking it up. And it's a, yeah, it's apparently it's a pretty big safe haven for it's a little white supremacy Truman Show town. You now, know, where, now let me clarify: I am not supporting or co-signing on this. I'm not telling y'all to go listen to this. But if you want to listen to this, and I probably will, just because I want to hear what kind of hate they're spewing. Because believe it or not, I don't like white racists either. I, I don't support racism. I should have tuned in. I didn't. I, I didn't. But you know, whitepriderradio.com or altrighttv.com mm-hmm. for the family. That's disgusting. Well, you know, then I at the time I looked up the history of the billboard, and apparently the city's been trying to get rid. Of, or a lot of groups have been trying to will get. You rid- send that. Will you send that link to me? Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot of groups are trying to get rid of it, but it's on private property. Yeah. So the guy's just like. You know, this racist dude that's like, yeah, here's this billboard. And, you know, and so in the town is a pretty town. It's a cute town up there in the you know mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you drive in and you see that and they're like, yeah, I guess I'm not staying at the Econo Lodge tonight. Well, it's, it, it's a nice, nice, clean town. There's no Democrats there. That's for sure. Hey, man. That's, <laughs> I, I didn't say I that. Bet, I bet they can get their trash picked up. Well, I mean, water works. I think every town in America can get. So now we're talking about two separate issues. Like, you know, race is one thing. Uh, a, Incompetence is the issue we've got in Jackson. Utter incompetence. Now, I, we need to take a break, but I didn't want to say this because I, I want to kind of clean this segment up just a little bit. Um, I find that extremely offensive. Yeah. And having to see something like that, I wouldn't want my family. I wouldn't want to have to have that conversation with my daughter. Like, what is that? Driving right? through there. Yeah. You know, no more than I like having to have that conversation with my kid when I drive through Jackson, Mississippi, I see this lawyer. But, but a billboard with a fist up in the air. I've seen that guy, right? Yeah. It is kind of – I, I, I agree. You know, you and I are going to agree on that because I, I draw that. It's on 49, too. It's a it. several of them around here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one on 220, one on I-20 heading into Rankin County or right there by Bass Pro. And think about the business decision in that, Chloe. Like, I see that guy's billboard, that lawyer. I'm a lawyer, obviously. And, and, and it's like he's got his fist up and he says, you know, black power or whatever he said. I can't remember exactly what the mm-hmm. phrase is he uses, but – I'm not going to call that guy, and normally I would. Yeah, I mean, I've got tons of friends that are black lawyers that are great lawyers that are, that are you know dear friends of mine, and I, that I would use for anything. By the way, and um, but that guy, like he just right there, he just turned like he he just makes me think. Okay, well, you only want black clients; you don't want anybody else. You know what I want? I want I want the best black gay trans lawyer I can get if he's the best lawyer. 
yeah. I can get. I don't care. None of the other stuff is relevant to me. If you're the best meritocracy, right. I want the best person for the job. I don't want somebody to do the job just because they're gay, black, or trans. Sure, absolutely. Right. Can we, yeah. can we just get back to that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I will. I will celebrate a trans person uh, that walks on the moon or saves us from an asteroid hitting us or whatever the case may be. If they're the best person for the job, not a diversity hire. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. No, I agree with you on that. I think that's. A, and I, I don't understand why you would. You know, just uh, as being in business myself. I don't know why you'd want to limit half. Yeah, audience. limit your clientele. Like, you know, like I sell CPAP stuff. I mean, if, I don't care what they look like as long as they give me money. I mean, if it's a, a yeah. you know, a rhinoceros wants to buy a CPAP mask, knock yourself out. I, I don't care. So I don't know why you want to limit your clientele. No, me either. And I, I got a deeper conversation about this kind of stuff and like how the algorithm and the commenters aren't real life. Uh, concerning a lot of things, too. I heard Tim Poole mention this the other day, and it, it happens to me a lot, and I want to bring it up when we get back. Uh, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Joining the studio with Sean Yurt Karan, live right here on 103.9 FM WYAB. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Man, look, uh, we're in, it is storm season. We had just a couple of hail storms come through a month or so ago, and you just never know here in Mississippi. I mean, we, we get those afternoon thunderstorms quick and in a hurry and out of nowhere around here, and you may end up uh, getting a little bit of roof damage. And I'm going to implore you to check out Watkins Construction and Roofing if you do so. These guys are locally owned, locally operated. Uh, and, you know, I, I talk about this. I, I, I know it sounds like I beat a dead horse, but these these are the things that are so important to me about choosing these sponsors that we uh, partner up with on this show. I like people who give back to the community, a business that I can pick up the phone and have a conversation with the owner of the business if there's a problem. And that is what you get to do when you work with uh, Michael Deere and his team over at Watkins Construction and Roofing. If there's an issue, you can pick up the phone and have a conversation with Michael. But I'm going to tell you, there ain't going to be too many issues dealing with Watkins Construction and Roofing. Uh, So what I like to do every now and then is let you read is read to you some of their five-star reviews and what the customers say about them. Because Mr. Radio Man can say anything and make it sound good. Uh, well, that's quite a uh, that's quite a bit arrogant of me to say that, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so here's a review right here on their website from Pat Root. It's five stars. It says, Watkins was professional from our first contact. Ryan Bell worked with us throughout the process to repair and replace our roof. Ryan kept us informed at every stage of the project. The crew started and completed the job in two days and did a fantastic job. It makes the house look new. There was no mess left behind either. We are very impressed with our new roof. If you need roof work done, Watkins should be your first call. I'd give them six stars if I could. Here's a five-star review. So one of the things that I hear uh, just in general complaints here out here and there and you know, is – Recently, there was another roofing company, and their guys were listening to some hippity hop, little nasty rap music, um, at the on the construction site somewhere, or when they were redoing a roof. And the owner of the company had to go back and apologize to the people that lived there and to the neighbors for them bumping that music. You're not going to have those kind of problems with Watkins Construction and Roofing. Uh, they're going to come in. They're going to take care of your landscaping, your flower beds. They got these uh these little dump trailer looking things that go up to the roof. They can just put the sh- old shingles and stuff right in there without them ever 
having to touch the ground around. Little stuff like that matters. You don't even think about it because Watkins Construction and Roofing has it covered. So check them out, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. And I'm telling you, they're always giving back to the community. Every time I'm at one of these law enforcement banquets or uh, back the blue events, military events, anything like that, Watkins Construction Roofing always has a booth set up giving something away to these guys. So that's the little stuff. It's about giving back. And those are the folks we like to break bread with here on the Clay Edwards Show. WatkinsConstructionInc.com. All right, Sean. You know, speaking of that, I used to, uh, I worked at the AG's office for like two years and I was uh, prosecuting a lot of these cases where people would work on roofs and you know, take some money and do a little work and just never show up. That was a, it's a bigger problem than you think. It's called embezzlement under contract. That's what we used to indict them for. And, um, and they would just take some money and just never show up. Yep. And like, they'd like, oh, I'm going to come fix your roof. Somebody just walks by and knocks on somebody's door, especially if there was like hail damage, storm or something. Mm-hmm. You have all these these people. out of town roofers, yeah, it's out of town. There's like there's a huge network of these guys that yeah. are out there, and of course it happened big time during Katrina. And I didn't get to the, you know, I was at the DA's office for long, and then I ended up at the AG's office, and I didn't get there until 2014, right, 15, something like that. And we still had Katrina cases left over for that far late, you know, yeah. it was 10 years after Katrina, wow. based on this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Man, look, I've told the story in here a few times. I since I moved to downtown Brandon back in September, August, September, whatever it was. I pulled up one day, and a storm had come through or something. I can't remember. And these white guy and black guy got a car together. Then in my driveway, I get out, and the driveway's kind of long. Yeah. I hear, hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, you think you might need a roof, man? These guys mm-hmm. trying to sell me a roof. Yeah, sure. And without even getting out of their car. Yeah. Just hollering at me from the road. And I was like, no, nah, man. I, if I did, I'd use Watkins Construction and Roofing. And I, I know the guys that work there. And look, whether they advertise on this show or not, I, six one we have doesn't know that. I would use Watkins Construction Roofing. Well, I mean, it's an important thing to and, use the right guy for this you know, because you can, yeah. They and can. I just like, I, and I came in here and I did a whole skit about that the next day. And, right. so, and I clipped it out as its own podcast because I, it really made me appreciate professionalism. Mm-hmm. And like, these guys aren't no more doing a roof than Clay Edwards is. Right. They were going to try to scoop some money. For for uh for repair you know for materials and that was going to be the last you ever saw of these guys. Yeah, Clay, you would not believe the I, I could that was because yeah I, when I went over to the AG's office I was dealing with more I wouldn't call it white collar crime but nonviolent crime yeah. and I I had just a stack of those cases like where people had done this where it was just a, and it was and it was after like a you know just any kind of storm a tornado whether not always roof but a lot of construction fraud those kinds of things mm-hmm. and, and uh, yeah it's a man it's a common thing you've got to that's kind of one of the things it's kind of like a Work on your home that is like, or work on your car. It's kind of like you gotta you gotta get a good referral from somebody, right? Yeah. That you know. I, I've learned over the years because I don't know. I can barely even change my tire, people. Like I don't. I'm not that. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm not mechanical. I don't know how to do anything. But I've got some good friends that do know that, and they say, hey, you know, call Bobby or call whoever, and that kind of thing. So I'm, I think a, that's I'm gonna give a free plug to a guy here real quick. Um, talk about that. And referrals are important. I, I sold a car to a fellow the other day. The guy's name is Rodney Raider. He owns a company called Next Level Services. They do home remodels and stuff of that nature. This guy would, does not does not require an upfront deposit, and you do not pay him mm-hmm. if he agrees to do your job. Now he's selective. Yeah, you know what I mean. If he agrees to do your job, you don't pay him a penny until you're one hundred percent satisfied. No material deposit up to a certain right. Yeah, real, you know like he can't come out the pocket fifteen twenty grand and build you a new house or yeah. anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean up to up to a certain level, there's there's no material deposit, anything like that. 
and he doesn't get paid until uh, until you're 100% satisfied. That's and we're about to break some bread with him at the dealership doing some paint. I'm going to have him do a few things around the house. Nice. And uh, <clears throat> this is a guy that I highly recommend because of that. Because yeah. I know that if I if I'm my, I take referrals very important. Me too. Yeah. Like if I if I send somebody, I'm basically sending a representation of me, mm-hmm. and, and and I can't have somebody ripping somebody off and then come back and say, well, Clay Edwards got me ripped off. He probably yeah. got he probably got a cut of that. This is your reputation. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I, that's one of the things I really love about Mississippi is that you know it's a state of three million people, but we all kind of know each other, right? And it's always like like if I want to go to get a car, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go see Clay, you know, or my buddy Renee or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know them. Or if uh, somebody says, hey, call Sean, you know, if you got a criminal issue, he can probably help you out. Like everybody kind of knows each other and knows who's on the up and up, and we're all just it's it's very interconnected here, which is good. So you can really avoid getting getting taken you should be able to if you know enough people you can like i'm sure you know someone you could call like you just said to go fix your roof that in watkins there you go perfect call them they're gonna do the job so that's one good i said one really good thing about living here is that we all kind of know each other and we can kind of avoid these situations but of course in my experience a lot of people didn't use those referral networks and then of course got screwed over yep i'll tell you what we uh we're already we're already up against the break but that was a good conversation there because i think all that's important yeah me too all right, Watkins got a full segment there. <laughs> you yeah. get Watkins, construction, and roofing. We'll be right back. I want to jump back into this imaginary racial supremacy stuff and uh, why it's acceptable from one side versus the other. And the NAACP has issued a travel warning to black and gay folks uh, for Florida. I, I saw wanna, that. Yeah. I want to talk about this nonsense, too. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. And this segment's going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto for all your automotive repair needs from check engine lights to TPMS lights to, of course, your ring and pinion work. That's what they specialize in your ring and gears uh, and your rear ends, your transfer cases, all that stuff. If you have any issues there, get by and see them. If your air ain't blowing cold, they got you taken care of at A1 Gear and Auto. But, of course, <clears throat> all you guys, I say it all the time, you go and got these big Jeeps, put them big wheels and tires on them, and now they can't barely get out of their own way. Well, that's because you got that factory ring and pinion in there. Get over there to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them get you a bigger, lower gear set and uh, get you moving that thing up and down the road, whether it's a Jeep or a Yukon or a Tahoe or a truck or whatever. They got you covered. Only thing they don't do is work on diesel engines. They can do everything else at A1 Gear and Auto. We use them uh, for some of our work over at Ellis Autoplex. Send it right over there. They're quick. They're efficient. And uh, they're uh, affordable by mechanic standards anyway. Um, They're going to take care of it. But you don't want to underpay for something too much. I promise you. You pay good good money for good work. You know what I'm saying? Get over there to A1 Gear and Auto. Let Let them get you taken care of today the located right there on 49 south in florence right over there by gunner road if you're heading south on 49 as soon as you get through richland they are right there on your right big white building big red sign been in business for over 15 years now a1 gear and auto go see justin and his team today sean let's take a call real quick yep hey you're on there uh, hey Clay. yes what's your guys there's name sean who? Sean. Okay, I just I you know, you you talk about your president was up there talked about white supremacy. 
the biggest problem we got isn't white supremacy, it's black supremacy. Because we got Republican New Africa, we got the uh, Malcolm X underground movement. You know, they get to holler black power and that's acceptable, but yet if white people do it, it's it, it, it's a double standard. Yeah, yeah, I think we, we agreed on that. I think it's, yeah, I think both of it's, but we shouldn't have any of it. I wish we could get rid of all of it. But I will say this, though. In the last 20 years, every civil rights bill has been passed has been passed for the gays, the transgenders, and the Mexicans. They are taking the place of the Democrats relying on the white voter base to support them. They're pushing them away, and they're going to to a different demographics and a different sexuality. Well, the behavior I mean, the behavior in a lot of these black communities is making it real hard for them to continue to defend what's going on. So, I mean, you, you can only. You can't skew the statistics anymore that uh, the black on black crime is the is is the most is the greatest terroristic threat to this country. I mean, don't but Goy, don't you agree that they're basically taking the minority place? The Mexicans are basically taking the black place of the Democratic voter base, along with the gays. Well, that's what they're trying to do. I mean, well, I think that I maybe mean, you're saying the I think Hispanics are going to be the majority minority in what. 10 or 20 years is that right something like that there's a stat yeah. on stats on that that said that they will be i don't know whether that's gonna they're gonna be the a democratic voting block they're certainly trending conservative that's that's something that we've seen and we saw that in south florida and parts of texas and those kinds of things yeah yeah in certain parts of florida yeah but that that is a totally different voter base that's mostly cubans right it's cubans in south florida but also mexican americans are trending conservative is, is, is a, the data that i've seen on that yeah. After two or three generations, yes. This trans, this transgender nonsense, and this huge LGBTQ push is gonna is going to steer a bunch of Mexicans away from the Democrats because most of them are Catholic. Yep, yep. If you're in the church, yeah, they are cutting off their nose despite their face with all this LGBTQ stuff. All right, brother. Well, I, I, bye. Bye. And Clay, we've talked about this before. Like that, I think that people may get confused. You know, people will say black folks are Democrats or. I'm not talking about what this caller is asking. I'm talking about just in general that black folks are Democrats and that aligns them with the National Democratic Party's positions or you know fringe parts of the Democratic Party. But black folks, Hispanics are inherently socially conservative. They're, they're socially conservative. They're not for a lot of these policies. So I, I think you know when you hear people like Tucker Carlson talk about that ridiculous replacement theory. That's not ridiculous. I That's think it's absolutely real. No, I completely disagree with you. I, how how is it real? Like well, how the, is, the, the borders wide the hell open? Saying, but you come think, on in, get what you're here for. But what he's saying is and that the Democrats are trying they're to they're replacing turn vote and they're busting they're busting them to purple counties and red counties that they can flip. In these in these, it's, but it's not working though. If it's that it will this time, it, it, it didn't work. Hell, they flipped Georgia. But do you think it's because of Hispanics? Yes. Or do we have data on that? Because I mean, I haven't seen that. That was the Hispanics that flipped Georgia. Flipped Georgia. They're they're fisting, the hell. They flipped Arizona too, didn't they? They flipped Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Well, barely, right? Yeah. So there's, there's an example A. Hey, you're on there. Hey, what's going on, Clay? Hey, what's up? I totally uh, agree with you on the Tucker Carlson thing. It's going on right now. But here's the deal. But this white supremacy thing. The only people that use this phrase are people that believe that it's true and want everybody else to, whether unconsciously or consciously. They, they, they're drilling this white supremacy thing. The white people are 
drilling this in. The real racist Democrats want people to believe this in, a, in their heart of hearts, so they will revolt against it and go violent. This is this is the whole idea. This is a plan, and so this uh, they, you got to drill into people's head: white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. There's nothing su- superior about a racist. If you're talking about racists. Say racist. That dude's a racist. Yeah, I agree with you. He doesn't like black people. That's obvious. But white supremacy, you're stating with that statement that white people are superior. It's just untrue. There's nothing superior about someone who hates. Period. Absolutely. And and I tell you, the whole thing about what he's saying, you know, yeah, 90% of the black people are Democrats. So it is a Democrat. Black people don't kill each other in the streets because their skin is black. They they do it because they have a Democrat mentality of me over everybody else. Screw everybody else. I'm going to get mine. And, and and that's the that's the whole. It's a mental thing. It's it's not skin color. But that's all I got to say. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, man. I want to pull up some stats here. I, sure. I, I got into this Friday. I got into this from from pulling it up on Twitter now. I, this goes back to this white supremacy issue mm-hmm. and the, the greatest threat to black people or white people and all that nonsense. Uh, sorry, I've got to pull my bookmarks up. Y'all bear with me. Um, you know, I, I say I got into a good conversation about this. I keep hearing that you know black people feel like they're being hunted when they leave the house and that. Uh, the white people are we're, we're out just randomly attacking black folks just because they're black, but the numbers just don't back that up. You know, like if if anything, there appears to be a a lot of black racists out attacking white people, <clears throat> and the numbers say this: since 2018, interracial violent crime incidents, black on white, 547,948, and those are just the ones that were reported. And I, you know, you can use that same theory across this, the board. This is what you're talking about. Is that like street crime or is that race-based crime? It, well, it's race-based violent crime. Uh, well, I guess street, black on white. What are we saying street crime? I'm saying street crime like uh, somebody goes and just robs somebody at the liquor store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's a street crime. Or is there a is it a is it a hate-based crime like a white person kills a black person because they're black or a black person vice versa, a black person kills a white person because they're white? I bet you could realistically count on one hand how many – how many crimes are like that a year? I mean, I, I, I'm not going to speculate because I don't know what the – I'd have to look at what the data is. Like what is a crime that's based on whatever the race is? Like they're sure. doing it out of a racial motivation. They want to kill black people. They want to kill white people. I, I don't know what the numbers are on that. I'm yeah, just, well, I, I'd bet $100 right now that the numbers still skew heavy towards the black on white crime versus the white on black in that area. For the, for the very reason that goes back to what I was saying that um, they can get away with that. You can on the other side. But according to this, though, just interracial violent crime. Black on white, 547,948. White on black, 59,778. Okay. Now, what's the greatest threat at here? And they, don't even, they don't even have the black on black on here. Okay, they don't have. That's just black crime on on white. Yeah, this is interracial, so this is just. And that's again, like we're we're assuming that's most likely street this, crime. It's basically, a half million more incidents of black against white versus white against black. Okay, in, in terms of street crimes, but or just total crimes, I, I don't even have to. Right. Well, yeah, but here's the thing: anytime a white on black street crime happens, it gets blown up into 
it only happened because the white person. No, was you know what? I'll, I'll agree with you on that point. I think that that does happen. Yeah, I think that if you if you see that, then it there's obviously a a component where people assume the first thing they do is assume that it was race based, yeah, like rather you, than whether what I'm talking about is a street crime. Yeah, no white person can ever wrong a black person without it strictly being race think, based. I, in this, you media, know, Clay, we're actually going to agree. I think that that happens, right? Yeah. And I think the, the, the first, it's kind of like what I was just talking about how we're talking about these mass shootings. We're immediately looking for what's the reason these people are doing the crime. Like, why are they doing it? Because they're you know we're listening to Tucker Carlson or they're listening to Bernie Sanders. And I think that you know couldn't it just be a white guy felt like robbing somebody. And like that person was there. I think yeah. that that's that's usually one of the most likely scenario in my experience dealing with you know tons and tons of crimes over the years. Mm-hmm. It's generally now uh, over that time now from personal experience, the only crime I saw in ten years over there was the um, Daryl Denman case, where yeah. you know, the you know, kids from yeah. Rankin County. And that's that, the only right. one I've seen in my lifetime. Not saying there weren't more. But that, I'm just talking last, about locally. I mean, yeah, locally. country-wise, I couldn't give you. I'm sure there's plenty of them. I, I don't. I don't yeah. know the number of, of what the number is there. But what I saw locally that was a race-based crime, specifically race-based, is when Mr. Deadman went over there and ran over James Craig Anderson. Yeah. That was, and that was in 2011. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And, and, I mean, look, we, nobody would deny that was a terrible incident. Ho- ho- absolutely horrible. He was, yeah. a, you know, he was actually Mr. Anderson. I was. I've talked to you about Stanley Cole, who killed Latasha Norman, the JSU student. That was a pretty large case mr anderson was on my jury that convicted stanley cole really yes and then it was killed it was small world yes yes he was good man let's let's take a break real quick come back guns in your text lines blowing up phone lines uh well let's see the text line 769-241-1944 the phone line 601-879-0002 i I would really like to hear you guys thoughts on this today i I love the text line i would like to get some calls on all this uh when we come back uh wlbt we're going to hit a couple things. I know we got to talk about the NAACP's travel ban. And also, WLBT just did a straight race-baiting, cop-hating headline yesterday, and I got a problem with it. I even made a TikTok video about it this morning. I want to talk about that, too. We may have to wait to the second hour. We're here for two hours today with Sean york Karan on 103.9 FM WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, you may be asking yourself, what's for lunch out at the town of Livingston today? Well, it is their famous fried pork chop day. Yes, sir. Plate lunch today, fried pork chop. You get two sides, cornbread, and a drink with that blue plate also. Man, that sounds good. Gosh, dang, that sounds good. But hey, did you also know that they have a new midweek dinner menu out there? Two people can eat for 30 bucks, so you get two entrees and an app. An appetizer. The appetizers include deviled eggs, wings, bone-in or boneless, Korean or buffalo flavored. They got pimento gratin, spinach dip. Uh, that's on the appetizers. The entrees include the Southern Cobb salad, the Summer salad, the Livingston Market salad, the chicken penne, the chicken parmesan, the Balinese, the Highway 22 burger, and, of course, the Dumbo's chicken sandwich, which is phenomenal. And that is available Tuesday through Thursday, 4.30 to 9.00. They're located right there on the corner of Highway 463 and Highway 22 in Madison County at the Town of Livingston. That's the Gathering Restaurant at the Town of Livingston. Uh, They offer catering and party hosting as well. But uh, today's Blue Plate, fried pork chop. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Sounds so good. Uh, Oh, there was something I was reading at the break. Remember that I, I know one caller called in. And I was telling you, Clay, that I wanted to read is that you know it said Trump had a ten point gain from 2016 to 2020 in the share of Hispanic voters who supported him. 
So he, like he said, he they're trending his way. Obviously, he gained ten points with them, and that wasn't just Cuban voters. That was that was all Hispanics in Florida. No, in Texas too is what it says here. Yeah. This is Politico. Um, I still firmly believe that the great race replacement, the great American replacement, is on is on course to happen. I mean, clearly, you can't sit down and look at the border and say that's not what they're doing. Well, if the, if the okay, if the let's say the Democrats are really doing this right, that this is their well, plan. They're, they're really doing. Th- it. Then it's a really bad plan, though, right? If they're voting, they're right. trending towards Trump or Republicans in general. Like, if that's their plan, they're like, let's destroy ourselves. Like, it's a really bad plan. I mean, look, we we kowtow to China. And uh, Ukraine and everybody else. Well, that ain't just uh, Democrats who kowtow to China. That's everybody. The the Uniparty has kowtowed to China we, for decades. We can agree on that. We, uh, I mean, we, uh, but, we we gave them our manufacturing ability back in the seventies. I mean, we've been doing pushing. That's that has started so for for decades. Let's go back to the border. Okay. Oh hell, we 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 blew over. We're in the we're in the break. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oops. Oops. What if I told you I have finally found a dependable, trustworthy person for all of your home remodel and repair needs? Whether you need a deck built, your kitchen remodeled, the whole house repainted, or just a room repainted, new cabinets, anything. What if I also told you that person does not require a material deposit, up to a certain limit, of course? Well, that guy does exist. He's right here locally. His name is Rodney Raider with Next Level Services. They're out of Flowood, Mississippi. They service the whole Tri-County area. You can go find them. They are on the Next Door app and check out all their reviews. Again, they do interiors, exteriors, remodels, decks, kitchens, painting, and more. And the great thing is no upfront material deposit is required. Now, look, be patient with Rodney. The best always have a, always have a little wait time. And uh, also, it's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. No payment until you are 100% satisfied. You can get in touch with Rodney now at 601-622-2016. That's Rodney Raider with Next Level Services for all of your home improvement and remodel needs. All right, welcome back in. It's hour two of the most incendiary show on the radio. The Free Range Human Show of Choice, the show that is not afraid to have the Tough Conversations, the Clay Edwards Show, live in the studio with Sean Yurtkron, uh, the local liberal. I'm trying to convert him. I'm trying to convert him, y'all. Uh, this segment is going to be brought to you by, you know, what better way to convert a liberal than to talk about guns? How about guns and gear? Man, my favorite gun store, your favorite gun store. It's just because right their name there. is cool, man. I it's mean, just because they got a, such a cool name. I mean, look, he's a gun-loving liberal, too. I mean, so <laughs> I own one firearm, but I don't hate guns, but I own one gun. But yeah. I live in Jackson, man. i got to have a gun in my and house. He's a, and he's a Marine, right? Yeah, yeah. And not, there's no such thing as a former Marine, I learned. You're you're always a Marine. Right, right, yep, that's true. You may true. be retired, you may be discharged, but you're always you're never a former Marine. I got my butt chewed one time for that. Yeah, it's a, you know, you just, uh, well, actually, what the way we say is, we say, we do say former Marine, you never say ex Marine. Marine. That's it. Never okay. say ex-Marine. Never say ex-Marine. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. No, I got it. After you've been to Paris Island, that will never leave you. <laughs> That's just, that will never leave you. <laughs> I'm, I'm an ex-husband. Oh, I'm, same, with, same here. <laughs> um, all right. This segment, of course, brought to you by Guns and Gear. Let's pull up their Facebook. Let's see what the Guns and Gear deal of the day is, if they got it posted yet. Uh, and look, man, if you're not following them on Facebook to follow their deals of the day, you are missing out. All right, this is yesterday's, but I'm sure it's still available as long as it's not sold out. They have a Radical AR-15, that's the name brand, plus 200 rounds of Australian 223 ammo. And you can get that for, let's see here, 
six ninety nine. I'm sorry, six sixty nine ninety nine cash, six ninety nine ninety nine card. So uh, man, get that cash cash money. It'll be six sixty nine ninety nine plus tax now, uh, and go get you a, that's this uh this nice looking. I would say killer AR fifteen, but uh, you know that that sounds like a political statement. They also got uh, and this is what I got. This Mossberg 590 Persuader 12 gauge with a 20 inch barrel pistol grip kit, nine round. Again, I'm not a gun guy. I'm probably reading that wrong. It's only 509.99. They got a Bushmaster 308 for pre owned for 999.99. Just go to their Facebook page, check it all out. They got a lot of great stuff on there. So uh, <clears throat> follow them for those good deals. Hey, don't forget they buy guns too. So if you're looking to sell your gun, you don't feel like going and dealing with a pawn shop, go out to Guns of Gear. They get fair market value for guns just like we do for cars at Ellis Autoplex. They will take care of you. Home of no limit ammo. Go see Hunter and the guys out there today. Uh, very, very knowledgeable. Very, very professional. And uh, they will help keep you safe as you travel through Jackson. All right, Sean. I'm going to Guns of Gear and buying a gun. I'm just going to do it just because I like their name, guys. I'm coming. So. I was buying a gun. I've, I've got one the, that they're holding for me. I, I got to go pick up, and I was supposed to do it yesterday and was busy. But uh, today, it's my first stop. Do I get the discount? I don't, I don't even know that I get a discount. Do you get a discount? I, yeah, <laughs> I just, you know, I don't even ask for discounts, man. I, I really don't, I, especially with small business. Yeah. I was like, you know what, man? Because I don't get people to discount it when I sell them a car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this is the price. Right. You know I mean? I ain't going to miss your business over a couple hundred bucks, but I don't do all that negotiating stuff. You want to buy a good vehicle, this is the price. Can you even negotiate on cars anymore? I thought like, I thought the way the market changed after COVID where man. it's like, this is the price, man. You got to pay it. Like That's I, it. I mean, look, there's going to be a bunch of guys out there listening right now. Oh, I ain't buying if I can't negotiate. Yeah, 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 right. It's, it's a point of pride. I get it. I mean, yeah, I get yeah. it. Look, white guys love to lie about overpaying for their homes and oh, underpaying yeah. for their cars. Oh, you ain't kidding. <laughs> I mean, so like, like, you ain't never met a white guy who admits they paid sticker price for a car. No. I mean, and you know, or anybody that says they put an offer over asking price yep. on a house. You know, I mean, well, some people do like, oh, I put an offer of five hundred bucks over asking price. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Shut what, up. I don't know why we like to lie about those two things. Right. We, ha- we overpaid for our homes, but be damned, no car salesman got over on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I just thought that the environment had kind of chimed and bought a car and used it, it and, has, and, that, yeah. and, and 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 that's why. But like I say, I, I won't miss anybody's business over a couple hundred bucks one way or another. Mm-hmm. But the, those days of thousand dollar discounts and stuff, right? Long gone. Unless, you know, unless a vehicle sat there and grew, grown roots around it, and the books dropped, and it just clearly ain't worth it no more. Mm-hmm. But that's on us as a dealership to make sure that doesn't happen. Okay, you that's know. yeah. I was just wondering that. I heard that it's a it's a pretty tough mark if you want to go buy a car. I mean, you can't just sit there and negotiate all day. No, well, especially. I mean, really on good on. I was gonna say on on new, especially, but really on on used right now that. Good trucks are at a premium. Yeah, you know, especially I mean, that's why we're able to sell one hundred fifty thousand mile vehicles right now. They're they're still at a you know good vehicles are at a premium. Yeah, I mean, yeah. heck, my FJ has got like two hundred thirty thousand miles on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I think hope I got, it keeps going. I think I got two or three F one fifties out there right now with two hundred thousand miles on them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're good trucks, but they've got a lot of dang miles. All right, mm-hmm. look, let's jump back into something here. The NAACP has issued a travel ban to Florida or a travel warning to Florida. For blacks and gays. I, yeah, I got it pulled up on a Vox. Yeah, I'm so the article now. I got two questions here. Um, black folks, are y'all tired yet of all y'all of constantly being lumped in with the LGBTQ stuff? I mean, I thought y'all struggles were different. 
I thought one. I thought the way I was always told was one of you were born one way, one of you chose the other. Why are y'all struggles always being lumped together? Black guys, black women, are y'all tired of your race always being lumped in with the gay folk struggles? Their self-imposed, self-inflicted struggles. I'm just mm-hmm. curious. I mean, that's a serious question there. Because I, I would personally get tired of it. But that's just me. Um, especially with all this trans nonsense going on. All that is a choice. My question is, is, is just all of this. And here's what I, what I mean by that. So the NAACP is now putting a travel advisory, right, on Florida. And if you recall about – remember when they passed that bill in Mississippi about – Religious, some, they called it like a religious freedom bill to like let businesses not serve gay people. Was that it? Something like Something that. Along those lines. I can't remember all the particulars, but and then there was another travel ban or like don't go to like state governments were like we're not going to let you travel to Mississippi. And it's like it seems like what we do on both on, on I'm, I'm not even actually saying necessarily both sides, but somebody passes some ridiculous bill, right, and then somebody overreacts and says, I'm going to put a travel advisory on you. Like Ron DeSantis, let's use that for example. Ron DeSantis has, even Donald Trump has said, this war with Disney has gotten out of hand, right? I mean, even Trump said that, like, this is a, in, insane. And, and I mean, so DeSantis goes to the limit trying to cancel Disney, when, of course, when he's complaining about getting canceled. And then now the NCAA, uh, NAACP is saying, we're going to cancel Florida. You see what I'm saying? We're just, it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to cancel Disney. And then now I'm going to cancel Florida. It's just, it's ridiculous. So, this I is mean, getting to a point of just insanity. So, but it's it's over uh, drag queens in schools and, and gender affirming care. And that's where mm. they, they, the left keeps manipulating what Ron DeSantis is doing and making it somehow anti-gay. It's not anti-gay. It's, it's pro-child, pro-children. You know, that's all we're saying is you can't have drag shows with minors around. I think that's an, agree- an agreeable thing. You can have all the drag shows you want. Your kids don't need to see pornography of any sort, gay, straight, or other, drag or other. I, I, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. I said this the other day with Teresa. We would not even be having this conversation if we were talking about straight people performing sexual Acts around kids, uh, is it, but for some reason, are there sexual acts being performed. Well, the, I don't remember sexually suggestive behavior. Okay, can we agree that drag is sexually suggestive? I mean, I I guess drag, it depends on what content. Dra- yeah, I guess drag a drag shows show. Are, drag shows are very right. sexually. I mean, suggestive. I'm just saying a drag person walking around is not sexually suggestive. To but me, like, okay, see, that's the other thing to me. There is a difference in a transvestite and a drag queen. Okay, like a, somebody who legitimately dresses up like what you would consider a woman dressing up as. Mm-hmm. Just that's trans, right? Okay, I mean, right. Trans. I mean, they're, they're, you know, I know it's beyond just the way you dress, but just sure. for the sake of conversation, yeah. If a dude wants to put on makeup and a dress and call himself a woman, he has all the rights in the world to do so. I don't have to play make believe with him, but that's not a drag queen, right? A drag queen is this. Uh, uh, I'm completely they, confused, man. I'm going to be honest uh, with you. Is uh, there is there is there a, is there a, a difference? Queen, uh, yeah, I don't man, know. Yeah, man. You go to these. You know, you've been to a drag show. Yeah, sure. You know, they wear this exaggerated lingerie, this uh, burlesque. That's where I got pulled on stage at a drag show one remember, time. By I can never remember the word burlesque. It's very un- lingerie, burlesque kind of vibe. So you're okay, right? I see what you're. You know, I see what you're it, talking about now. They're, right? They're wearing panties. Are, are these in front? Is this in front of children though? Yeah, in front of children. They're doing these shows. In front, like of on the street, or in in, in in schools, in daycares, they're doing they're, a burlesque show in a they're, daycare. They're, they're yep, they're doing a drag queen story. I, time. I gotta look into that, Clay. Like, you I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do a, a burlesque show in a daycare. Yep. I mean, I think anybody would have a problem if that's actually what's happening, right? They're doing, yeah. That's why there's a problem. 
And this is where the, this is where this whole don't say gay stuff is. coming I gotta from. see this drag show in the daycare. No, drag queen story time. And bring I, knew, I heard about drag queen okay. story time, but that's not a burlesque show. Then that just that's a, that's a drag queen in burlesque. At a daycare. Is, are they dressed up like suggestively? Kids on, yes. Kids oh. sitting on their laps and reading story time. Hell, they're doing them in public places. They're having all-age drag shows and gay bars for kids. Kids don't need to see that. How would you feel if Danny's had an all-ages night and and kids were in there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think anybody's for that. But, I mean, are they really, like, dressing, like, in lingerie in front of children? I just I, I haven't seen that. Now, if that's – okay, if someone is dressing up in a thong in front of kids, whether they're trans or a regular woman or whatever it is, um, yeah, I would agree that would be a problem. But I just haven't seen that anybody's actually doing that. Yeah. But if they are, they, I mean, I'll, I'll look, I'm will look. i glad to see some examples of that, but I've just not seen that. All right. Um, let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hello? Oh, hey. 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 So, <laughs> now, I, I don't agree with drag queens, and I don't agree <laughs> with the trans movement there and that stuff, but come on, man. You, you're blowing stuff out of proportion now, man. Like, I think it's been like maybe two stories talking about drag queens story time or like drag queens story hour or whatever. And they don't dress in dressing for less. They dress in like like if you want an example, it's like hairspray, the the musical hairspray. That's what they dress up in. And it's like Right, that's what I thought. I, 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 I call her, I don't know your name, but I, well, I thought it was just like, right, like hairspray. I think it's a good analogy. I, I, that's what I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, it's like they dress up as like a, like a 50s woman. or I, Yeah, just, right, right. I know exactly yeah, what you're yeah. referring to. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, I didn't think they were like wearing a thong and walking around like, kids. Really bad. I mean, it's what about the really uh, bad What about the all-age drag show in Texas with the big sign behind all the kids that said it's not going to lick itself? Now, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, well, I mean, I, mean I, I agree with. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, call her. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I mean, I agree that children shouldn't see that, and I was going to call in to this point because, like, you, Kim Wade, and even Jameson, y'all beat this horse to death with people grooming children, and sure, there, there's a lot of stuff in this world that grooms children, but at the same time, like, I was out in public the other day and people were talking about how they dress their children and like i see it all the time like young girls walking around with these cheerleading shorts on with a long shirt on and it looks like they have no bottoms on like we sexualize our own children so i mean what's what's going on with that well i clearly have a problem with that too but i i have more i have more problem of it it happening of it happening in spaces that it ain't supposed to happen at. Kids, but, I mean, kids do not I mean, need to be exposed to, to any pornography. Urban people do it. Huh? Children do not need to be exposed to any type of pornography or se- extremely sexually yeah, suggestive type they, stuff. They don't need to be exposed to that stuff. We agree on that. But at the same time, you're exposing, I mean, you're presenting your child to the world with like no clothes on so like like it's if you're not going to show them pornography or if you don't want them around pornography why send them out into the world with little to no clothes on 
I, I, I can realistically send my child out into the world with a realistic expectation that they're not going to run into a drag show for kids. Can we all agree that we shouldn't – kids – Shouldn't be subjected to a strip show, right? We all agree on that, right? I think that's everything. Everybody's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's I mean, but I mean, a drag, but like yeah. what you're saying, uh, caller, is like with the hairspray and their dra- that's, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, if you're a parent and you do, then don't send your kids to yeah, it. That's fine. I mean, like when Clay was talking about the, I guess it was a pride festival in Jackson and they had drag queens or trans people grinding on children. Like, yeah, that's crazy, but. If you are a parent and you're going to take your child and expose them to that, hey, that's your that's, that's the parent's fault. Like, and oh, well, some people just didn't have kids. But where is the parent. where is where is CPS then? I, yeah, I, I got questions. Where's where's child protective services then? Yeah, just be like, okay, I mean, like, right. Sorry, go ahead. But okay, so if you if you deem that abuse, then somebody can say, oh, you hitting your child or disciplining your child is abuse as well. I mean, you can't step. I mean. Under certain certain circumstances, sure you can step in if certain abuse like this happening in the home or mental abuse happening in the home. Like mental abuse is a different like story because it's more harder to like figure that one out. But like I'm gonna tell you if I if, if I can. see a drag queen grinding on a kid, I'm going to beat that drag queen half to death like it is raping that child. But wouldn't it be if a, a like a regular like a, like a, a <laughs> if woman? a parent is sitting there? <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of parents there. who there's plenty of parents who have let the drunk uncle rape their kid or the other boyfriend rape their kid. It happens every day. I look at I look at this as no different than yeah. a child being raped. I don't care if the parents I, I, complicit I mean, or not. The kid, the kid, the kid isn't complicit. These are the same parents who are letting their kids cut their wee wees off because they like to play with Barbies. So yeah, I don't trust them to make good parenting skills, brother. I got to take another call. Thank you for the call today. Let's say one more call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I sure can. Well, I got one statement. The most precious thing on this planet is the innocence of a child. Once that is violated, that child will never be the same. I just want you to think about it. Good day. Thank you. Amen. Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back. Uh, I want to get Sean's rebuttal to this stuff. And uh, phone lines are wide open. 601-879-0002 is the phone line. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Breaking rules when necessary. I think we, I think we broke a rule or two in that last segment. What's a uh, real quick? Phone lines are jammed up. Uh, this segment is going to be brought to you by. How about this? How about, we're talking a lot about kids this morning. How about we talk about Gracie South Jiu Jitsu and kickboxing for just a second? And uh, you, they offer kids self defense classes. And they also have a kids summer camp going on. For only one ninety nine for the whole summer, from the day they get out of school to the day they start back, um, they can. Let's see here. I'm going to just read this text from Chance here. It says the kids can train the whole summer for one ninety nine from the last day of school to the day school starts back. A total of about three months. Kids need something constructive to do for the summer. Here's a great opportunity to learn to defend themselves and learn better life skills. And also, uh, they have a kickboxing special this summer for only $25 a month. You can sign up for their Beach Body Summer Program. Uh, come get started melting those pounds away and be bikini ready this summer. Former bodybuilder Chance Shepard, he's also the uh, Hoist Gracie Black Belt Jiu Jitsu uh, tr- head coach over there, um, sensei, or whatever the technical term would be. Um, he's also a former pro bodybuilder. 
he will help you with your meal plans at no additional cost. Man, you can't beat that. And look, man, uh, whether it's learning jujitsu, kids self-defense, women's self-defense, they've got it all over there at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and kickboxing. There's a bunch of weirdos out there in the world. Teach your kid to defend themselves at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and kickboxing. they got a location in Madison on Ridgecrest Drive as well as Fairmont Plaza in Pearl. If my – if my – I'm probably, let's just be honest, I'm probably closer to having to send a grandkid over there than I am, hopefully, to send a, a, another child of my own. <laughs> Finger, fingers crossed on that one. There's not another one on the way for you, huh? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, you know, I don't do the kind of things to have children anyway. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, what am I trying to say here? Send them over there, and if they get stuck into a drag queen story time, they can kick a little butt and kick their way out of it. I mean, if you're if you're scared about being in a transgender bathroom, you know, then you know karate, right? Yeah, there you absolutely. go. <laughs> totally get it. Let's take a call real quick. <laughs> hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, man, it's Roger. You hey. know, I usually just text in, but I, I had to call in about this one. All right. So, you know, my daughter just finished off her first year at Ole Miss. You know, whenever she signed her classes, you know, her counselor said, hey, I'm going to put you in this class. It, it's, it's a couple credits for you, you know, Real quick, let, let's you know it's going to help you out, and it's African American studies. Now, you know me; I am by far the most non-racial person right there beside you that you'll ever meet. And if you can get along with me, there's a problem with you. Is the way I've always lived my life. My daughter, at her first day in this class, the teacher stood up and told her, told the entire class that he is a. By the way, he is a white guy. He stands up and says, I'm a proud member of the LGBT. I mean, he starts going all along. Now, you'll see me at all these rallies. Well, she raises her hand. He calls on her. She stands up and she says, not to be mean, but what does this have to do with anything about this class? Why are you forcing this on us? Why are you forcing this information on us? For the first four weeks of that class, she had a D minus in that class, but she had an A plus in her psychology class. We had to go to her counselor, or she had to go to her counselor to get this fixed, come to find out. Because she stood up and, and kind of went up against him, he was giving her different work than he was the entire class. So there's no reason for this crap to be forced on anybody. And, you know, like you were just saying, you know, you talking about you see a trans person grinding up on a kid you're going to beat the crap out of them well they can identify as this and what's that old saying you identify as that i'll identify as an mma fighter real quick or a uh, professional boxer you know there, there's no sense in that hey if you want to be gay if you want to be this and that hey you do you that's fine just stop forcing it down our throats yeah i mean look man it's like tar- target target is uh is, is dipping their toe into the uh fa foe waters uh, with all their satanic shirts and and uh, LGBTQ pride, Peter Tuck. But that's a difference. The, I mean, they're a private company, know, right? The, that's. I think what he's talking about. What Carl's talking about is like no, is no, it school just, doing it. I know. I, I'm just making a, a, a broader point as we get into Pride Month here. This is stuff. That's about all got to about to get cranked up to unbearable levels. I you think, know, Target was one of the first ones to do the open gender bathrooms too. Yep, they were. I, I mean, look, so. I've talked to some normie females, females who are not in on this culture war stuff who has said yep. they're, they're done they're, they're the the moms of america are waking up and they're pissed off i think it's an important important point what he's making though and here's what i mean and i'm going to take it from the liberal side too i don't think that it's fair 
in an educational setting to push agendas, whether they be conservative or liberal, right? Yeah. I remember when I was in Millsaps, we had a, 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 I had a political science I was a political science major and a professor, and he was a wonderful guy. Um, Dr. Omabari passed away recently, and um, he was liberal, but you wouldn't know it. He wouldn't. Yeah. He what? We talked privately when I was in his office hours and about issues and things like that. But in the class, he just presented the facts, and I think that's it, what you know. I don't want somebody pushing a conservative agenda on me what, what either. Is, what would be you know, a conservative? What, what would be a conservative? Agenda? Maybe something like saying, "I look, I'm you know super pro Second Amendment, right? Or I'm pushing, or I'm pro life, like pushing a pro life agenda on the students. I don't think you should be able to." push that kind of agenda here's the class this is what the class is about i'm going to teach you those things now if the class is about you know about abortion or whatever i don't know if sure. it's, I'm sorry, then that's a different issue but i don't think you should your personal politics shouldn't go into in, into what you're teaching the students in my opinion on either side yeah that's definitely and they shouldn't be punished for calling you out about it because and, and this is just basically going to show that it's being forced on these kids at an early age, all the way up into the college years, and of course, us as adults. It's an, so indo- it's an indoctrination. That's right. That's right. Yep. Doesn't Ro- matter what age it is, it's being forced on you. So, Roger. All right, brother. Great Appreciate call, brother. You, Thank you, man. Uh-huh. Hasn't this infected everything, though? It's infected. And I'm, I, I'm not, again, I'm not talking about it's the, you know, liberals doing this or conservatives. I'm just saying the whole thing, whether it's our media, it's our education, agendas from any positions are being pushed on people when they're when 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 that's not supposed to be the mechanism, right? When education is supposed to be here's a class, here's a math class. Do we need politics involved in the math class? I don't think we do, right? Uh, that's why we, you and I always talk about how we want um, media that just tells us what happened, not tells us how we're supposed to think about what happened. Yeah. But that's what they do. And I actually read an article this morning uh, about what happened with Trump's town hall on CNN. And you're going to like this, Clay. You know what the, the data shows now? That advertisers after that, right, came back to CNN. And the reason they did, this is what they're saying, this is an article in Vox, if anyone wants to look it up. The reason that they did is because they are yearning for an unbiased media platform. I'm not saying CNN is or Fox News is or MSNBC. But, that but they're trying. The, CNN has actually said that the uh, new president is trying to push it that way. People... There's people that do want that, and advertisers that do want a to li- to watch media, to read media that that is not telling them how I'm supposed to think. And I think that's the same thing with education. Like, tell me, you know, teach me the class, teach me the algebra, teach me teach me history, but don't push an agenda from either side on me. And I think that's what that's what's happened in like all avenues of our societies. Where I mean, whether you go to Target or you drink a Bud Light, or I'm going to go to the convenience store. You know, whether I'm watching me, like everything is now. It's like I got to push whatever my personal agenda is on you. Well, why wouldn't you want to cater to both crowds? Every show doesn't have to cater to both crowds. Let's say, for example, WYAB here. Mm-hmm. I, I would love for there to be a a, a liberal show before or after mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would love to have that as a lead in. Yeah. Or a lead out audience. I would love because you're going to keep both audiences giving somebody to argue with. You know, I don't. Uh, why wouldn't you? And then that way you open yourself up to a ton of new advertisers. Just from a business standpoint, culture war side, right? Business side here. You, why wouldn't you want to have more people listen or watch your product? And, and not just pander to one audience. I, I don't understand how we got of, away from that. Like that billboard we were just talking about with the guy with his yeah. hand raised. You know, I mean, he turns off whole segment of clients by just having that billboard yeah. right and just and just like harrison arkansas by having the white pride radio billboard people are like well i ain't staying in harrison arkansas now so i think that like that's that's yeah that's certainly an issue that well, you do t- t- target deciding that they were going to put, put all their eggs in a in a in a, in a t- 
can you even say a penis tuck bikini on the radio? I don't know, but you know, it's stuff like that that's just absolutely insulting to. I'm glad I don't know what that is. Uh, I really don't know what I, that I, is. I didn't until I saw it. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hello. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to say that uh, no child should be exposed to sex or any kind of, uh, you know, homosexual sex, sexual sex as a child. You know, it's just not right. Uh, in schools, they should be teaching math and science and uh, history, not that foolishness. Uh, I'm going to say this. I was exposed to sex at an early age, and it's disturbing what it does to you as you grow older. You don't even know why you do things, the things that you do. That's why I say no one should uh, put that on a plate of a child. Children are innocent. They shouldn't be uh, led in any kind of sexual crap. You know? So that's all I had to say. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, well, sir. Uh, Clay, you and I were talking about this at the break. Uh, speaking of that, what uh, what about these pageants for kids? Isn't that kind of similar to that? Uh, it is. And let's hold that thought. Let's take a break and let's come to back to that on the other side here. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurkron on 103.9 FM WYAP. The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB with our guest Sean Yurkron here in the studio having a fire conversation this morning. <laughs> and uh, but this is an important conversation that needs to be had. Before we get back to it, real quick, let me tell you about Ellis Autoplex. You know, that's where your boy right here, Clay Edwards, works at. Um, off on Tuesdays, but I'm there every Monday through Friday. I mean, Monday through Saturday, other than Tuesday. I get there about 11 30, 12 o'clock every day, and I'm there till close, which is at least 6 o'clock during the week and 3 p.m. on Saturdays. But I will stay late if you're serious about buying a car. Just let me know in advance. But hey, look, if you're looking for a good pre owned truck, and particularly an F 150, we've got them in stock. We've specialized in vehicles uh, 7 to 10 years old, 100,000 mile plus. And uh, that you can buy for uh, the sweet spots between twenty and thirty thousand dollars for the most part. Um, you know, I know a lot of people go to these big lots and they got find these trucks with lower miles, but you're also gonna pay fifty, sixty thousand dollars for it. You know, can you afford twenty, thirty thousand dollars extra for a truck? I know I can't. That's a whole other vehicle note on top of a vehicle note. Um, if you just need a good truck, nice truck. It's going to get you where you need to go. Uh, we got them all the way from XLTs, XLs, all the way up to Platinum and King Ranches. So you're not going to miss out on any options, I promise you. Uh, we got it all there at Ellis Autoplex. We've also got you know some cars and SUVs and whatnot, too. Check us out online, ellisautoplex.com. Good credit, bad credit, we can get you taken care of. If you got enough money down, uh, credit is not an issue, <laughs> I promise. But you got to have enough money down. Uh, and I, I did a whole video the other day on buying cars with good credit versus bad credit and how to build credit. You can find that on my TikTok, at SaveJXN. And uh, maybe that'll answer a few questions for you about that. But uh, anyway, I could do a whole other show about credit and buying cars. I'll save that for another time. <laughs> Shop us online, ellisautoplex.com. And don't forget, we buy cars too. Don't get scammed on Marketplace by somebody. Just come sell us your car. We'll give you a good, real check, local check. You can cash today. No scams, no nonsense at Ellis Autoplex. All right, Sean. I think we were talking about... We kind of transitioned this into. Uh, we don't do no transition. Transition. I know. I said the wrong word. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, um, into the uh, 
child pageants, beauty pageants. All right, so I, and I just googled like look at this clay. I just googled the child pageant swimsuit competition. Yeah, so there, so there's two different kinds in my opinions. Yeah, um, what we do in Mississippi, generally, my daughter did them. Generally acceptable and you know classy. There, there's dresses. You know, you get a pageant dress. The makeup can be a bit excessive. The hair can be a bit excessive. And then there's these, they get into the swimsuits and a lot of sexually suggestive stuff. And I absolutely 100% have a problem with that. I, I, 100%. I'm really, frankly, even though we did them uh, with the with my daughter and stuff, I'm not necessarily a fan of wrangling our kids up and putting them on stage to be judged on beauty and all that. And um, it's, is that is that the swimsuit things are sexualizing those kids, aren't, I, isn't it? 100% agree. There's no, I, I do not need to see. A six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old. Frankly, anybody under eighteen in a bikini. I don't. Need, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? A two piece bikini, all done up like that. Right. I mean, they look like little prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I mean. That's what it looks like. These photographs. And the thing is, like, I wonder how many of those parents are putting their kids in these swimsuit competitions. And they're five, and then they're complaining about transgender story hour. That would be interesting to find out, wouldn't it? But you know, again, I, I will draw a little line there. If the, if the parent wants to parade their child around, while I don't agree with it, there's not an adult bouncing on their lap dressed in panties and bras. Yeah, no I mean, one's saying still, adult, but I'm just saying if you're like sitting there and saying, oh my God, we're getting, kids are getting sexualized by these transgenders. I'm not talking about the bouncing on the laps. Like, let's right. just say, let's, let's, let's all agree that is a bad thing. But yeah. I'm talking about like you're putting your kid and they're getting in these swimsuits. And then you're like, oh my god, these uh, transgender people are going to sexualize our kids. It's yeah. a, it's a little hypocritical. And then then there's, I guarantee you, a bunch of old men judges. Yeah, you know, I, I got a, I got a problem with the pageant circuit, and mm-hmm. I'm, there's probably some pageant parents out there listening right now that completely disagree with me, but uh, and, and you're welcome to. But I got a problem with rolling our kids, out, especially the swimsuit stuff. Right. It's just a, that that's a. That's a line too far for me. I mean, does a five-year-old really need to be in a swimsuit competition? It just seems a little bit, little, little sexualized for, I mean, that, for that you're, age. You're setting them up no different. You're setting them up for sexually suggestive stuff, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, they'll have an Instagram with the butt poked out, and, right? You know, thinking that that's a, you're not pretty if you're not sexy. Mm-hmm. They're like trying to become an influencer on Fit Donk or something like that, and you're <laughs> like, what is this? Right? It's 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 ridiculous. But those, I think, a lot of those same people are then you know complaining about this. So we kind of got to. Look at what we're what we're outraged about. Sometimes, like take a, a look inside. I, I guess a better way to put it. Let's see here. Unknown texture says, "Oh my! Never thought Sean would split hairs. He seems to he seems to be abreast on everything else. But now he now he has never seen this. Yeah, right. On here, here we go. Sean and his paper tigers. Sorry, I thought this was kind of going somewhere. It says by comparing straight strip clubs to drag queen story hour." Says no, let's not agree. I'm not 100% sure on what that last one there, mm-hmm. unknown texture. Uh, getting a lot of uh, images of kids at drag queen shows, and it, it's pretty nasty. Sean, I'll let you take a look at, uh, at this. That appears to be more of a, a gape of a pride parade. Like a, yeah, that's a gate pride parade. That of a pride brought parade, their kid but, to. Yeah, and hey, don't take your kids to pride parades. How about that? I mean, that? if you don't want your kids to see dudes in leather, don't go to the pride parade. You know. I mean, just don't stay home. Uh a lot of text here today. Let's see. I just saw a lot of cuss words in the text. I just gonna try to avoid those. Uh, one person just said said uh, reading the Constitution is a conservative agenda, according to the Marine attorney. Is that you? Yeah, I guess so. Is reading the Constitution a, a conservative? I mean, I, that should. I would think everybody should read the Constitution at one time in their life. I would hope they would. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of curious. You know, 
anything not left wing in college is considered right wing, right? Is it? I mean, that's what it feels like. You know, it feels like any like free speech. They try to stifle that on these college campuses. It's like anything not left wing is considered a right wing agenda. I mean, I agree with you. Like, like we've talked about this off air yeah. so many times via text. Like how we agree this, on this. This was like. The liberal agenda was in the maybe in the nineties. You and I had this discussion, I think, via text one time about two live crew or something, and like how it was to stop censorship was a big push from the left back in the nineties. That like two live crew was an example, and then all those parental remember uh, those parental advisory uh, things. I think actually, I think Tipper Gore pushed that. Who was a Democrat's wife? Mm-hmm. But um, it was like that was the liberal agenda in the nineties was to stop censorship, to stop those kinds of things, and now that's switched, right? To where that's the conservative position, like, don't censor me. And the liberals are trying to censor everybody or cancel people. And I think that's just really interesting how that how that happens. But then, of course, and, you and, see... And how conservatives went from being big pro-war to anti-war. Right, and now, yeah. And now liberals are like, we got to go to war with Ukraine. Everybody, every, right, everything's kind of flipped. Uh, the neocons and the early aughts were pro-war, pro, we're going to take over the Middle East and all that stuff. And now it's, it's kind of flipped on that position. But then, of course, you know, I think, again, I think this cancel thing is 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 on everybody everybody thinks it's cool i mean like we just talked about ron DeSantis, right ron DeSantis didn't like that disney made a comment about his whether you agree with what he was doing i, I don't care like they he didn't like that disney spoke against it and he tried to, he's tried to hurt them so i mean and just because he didn't like their position against what he was doing now i'm not agreeing with what he was doing i'm not disagreeing with what he's doing i'm just saying that he was trying to cancel them, which is something that conservatives complain about now, is that they're getting canceled for espousing opinions that people don't like. Yeah, so um, let's see here. The guy that called in earlier said, uh, this is exactly what I was talking. Kids are already sexualized. Let's get our own home in order before pointing the finger at trans or gay boogeyman. I, I just disagree. I mean, yes, get your home in order. But that doesn't mean also allow... You can, I can get multiple things in order simultaneously. Just because somebody's home is out of order don't mean I'm going to allow or we should, or we should allow this trans nonsense. And, uh, my friend Mandy sent me some pictures of, uh, of drag queen story time stuff. Mm-hmm. And when they're dressed up, it's like I said, more of the hairspray look. Like, is that what Taylor in, was saying? That's what they call her? Yeah, but, I mean. But then every book they're holding is rainbow covered. Okay. You know, so they're, they're, they're pushing an LGBTQ trans agenda into our kids' brains. That I have a problem with. Okay, well, here, I mean, then let me ask you this. If they were reading Dr. Seuss, then you wouldn't have an issue with it. I mean, not as much. I, I couldn't make the argument, but I could still say I don't think why is a guy, still, why is a guy dressed up in drag? Is this re- a, like the I mean, hairspray still, drag we're talking about, right? We're talking about the hairspray I, I, drag I, reading Dr. Seuss. Not as, not as offensive as splitting hairs. Why is a guy dressed in drag? How about just not dress up in drag and go read story time? Okay, well, let's say he okay he is dressed, and he's the hairspray guy, and if you voluntarily want to take your kid to see him read Dr. Seuss... If that's what you choose to do, then by all means, boo-boo, take your kid to see uh, to have Dr. Seuss read to him yeah. by a guy dressed up in hairspray yeah. drag. But when the guy shows up to do it at a school function at the school library and they shove all the kids in there then i'm fine with you right that those i mean i think that's yeah i think that that's where this thing's kind of going different directions without where, parental consent right where that's something that you know i think a parent needs to be okay with like i want my kid to go sit down at drag queen story hour and he's gonna read dr seuss or he's gonna read whatever and he's dressed up like this that, that's their decision but i don't if they like do that, that. but yeah you, know, you don't have to like it but if somebody else has a kid and they like it then i think that's their business and these are the same parents that see their kids play with a barbie doll and run and cut their dicks off well, I mean, again, you know, that is there's these parents that whatever they want to do, I'm not. But I think that's different than saying I want 
I don't think these parents should be able to take their kids to a strip club, though, right? I, I think, I think that's a, just kind of a blanket thing where you can't – like, that's not your parental choice. You can't let me go, go do that. Let me go full Rush Limbaugh here before the break. It's a slippery slope from drag queen story time to cutting your kid's wing off. I mean, is there, what, is there a correlation it, between it, that? It appears to be a direct parallel path. Okay. Well, so, i got to see some data on that, Clay, because well, I, I don't know that that's necessarily true, but we'll, so we'll you, agree to so, disagree. So you don't think that if a parent – that a parent who – well – who agrees to have their 10, 12-year-old kid, under-18-year-old kid, mm-hmm. for the sake of arguing, sexually transition. You don't think that they, that's also the same parent that will have their kid a transgender? Oh, yeah. Or? I mean, if you're saying, but is it going to make them more? I thought your question was, was it going to make more likely? Is it the same? Yeah, obviously, they're pretty liberal, right? Yeah. I mean, we agree they're pretty far left on that on those opinions. But, I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to make them so, more like, like all like, those kids, drag screen story hour, the, or the drag queen is dressed up like um, – a hairspray drag queen and that they're yeah. more likely to um, but they want their you know if you're taking your kid to see some lgbtq trans agenda story time stuff be read to them you're trying to push them into that we have to take a break i'm not trying to cut you okay. off all right we'll be right back breaking rules when necessary man we got about 30 seconds we ran over that last segment uh great show today guys hey real, something about the text line real quick um I think we're misusing it slightly. Try to text in questions and uh, actual comments that I can read on there, not just thoughts of things you would say if you were in the room. Some of that stuff just does not translate to the air well. Uh, Mike Madison up next, followed by Jameson. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9. W-Y-A-B.